For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. When you don't have a clear curriculum for your classroom, it is so overwhelming to try to put that together yourself. Spending hours on Pinterest and Google, pulling worksheets and pulling pieces of curriculum together to make something that works for your classroom. That's why we created the Autism Helper Curriculum and now offer Curriculum Access. Curriculum Access gets you access to all levels and all subjects of the highly differentiated evidence-based Autism Helper Curriculum. You can have students working on letter identification and working on parts of speech at the same time in our easy-to-use curriculum. We currently have hundreds of teachers using Curriculum Access from all over the world with consistently rave reviews. I want you to join that group of teachers. Now is the time to ask your administrators for curriculum access. We have an email template ready to go so you can ask them to set up a demo. Your administrators can jump on a live call with our team members to see everything that's included in the Autism Helper curriculum access. Next year, let's reduce the overwhelm. Let's start the year out with a path and a plan and resources to meet all the diverse needs of your students. Let's make next year the year of curriculum access. Head over to the show notes to learn more. Hi, I'm Sasha Long, special ed teacher and board certified behavior analyst. Welcome to the Autism Helper Podcast. I'm here to explore different strategies to improve the lives of individuals with autism. I have a really fun treat for you guys today. You guys, if you follow me, you know I love doing webinars. I love doing webinars because it feels like we are at a workshop together, like we are all in in person and we're ready to learn and it's great. Today, I'm going to share a clip from one of my recent webinars. I did this webinar a few weeks ago. It's called Reinforcement, Bribery, or Negotiation, the tools that make or break your behavior plans. Now, no shade to my other webinars, but I do have to say this one is one of my favorites because reinforcement is something that can impact almost every area of your student or child's life from, you know, behavior change to academics to inclusion opportunities. As you'll hear me talk about in a minute, it's it's truly everything. So I'm going to share a little clip of this webinar. And if you are intrigued and you want to learn more about reinforcement, I'd love to invite you to listen to the whole thing. You can sign up for this webinar anytime and listen to the entire episode for free. we got a cool download included in the webinar. So I'll add the link in the show notes. But what's in this clip that I'm about to share is, first of all, introing this topic of reinforcement and why it's important. But I also share how I learned this as a parent and how my experiences with a toddler really shaped how I started to view reinforcement and bribery and how you can bring that same understanding to your house or to your classroom. So let's go ahead and jump into the webinar. All behavior is learned. Have you heard this sentence before? I bet you have. We've heard this sentence many times, right? 
But what does that really mean? What that means is that what happens around our behavior determines if we want to do that behavior more often. Let's think about that. The first time a toddler says her first words or takes her first steps, she may have an audience of cheerleaders. Mom and dad, grandparents, siblings are all there giving tons of praise, cheering her on. She wants to take another step and another step or say the same word over and over and over again. Now, once this toddler gets a little bit older, they may accidentally say a not so great word that maybe they heard mom say, and they might repeat it. And if you are a parent like me, the first time your kid says a bad word, what do you do? You laugh, right? It's kind of hilarious. And then you realize that your child keeps saying that bad word and you are dying inside because you are worried your child's going to go to preschool or daycare and repeat those bad words that they maybe learned from you. Now, Ferris Bueller, our friend here, was had perfected the art of faking being sick. He learned exactly every little method he needed to fake out his parents and have his parents believe that he was sick. And he learned how to do that over and over and over again. Behaviors that result in something awesome, like getting to not go to school and pretend that you're sick, are done again and again. We learn what things result in something awesome. Now, this also happens on the reverse. We also learn what behaviors do not result in something awesome, and we avoid or stop doing those things. You only have to touch a hot iron once to learn that you should never do that again. Or maybe you say a joke that you think is hilarious, but you are met with a lot of awkward looks and no laughter, and you feel really uncomfortable. Have you been there? You make sure to never say that joke again because it did not receive the reinforcement you were hoping for. So reinforcement plays an important role in all of this. It's that something awesome that shapes which behaviors we continue to do. Now, reinforcement might seem easy and straightforward, but it can get complicated quickly. So in today's webinar, we will explore what can go wrong with reinforcement and more importantly, how to do it correctly. You may be thinking, but Sasha, that all sounds great, but honestly, I'm more worried about how to decrease or get rid of negative behaviors. Don't worry, I've got you. If you are looking to decrease negative behaviors with your students or your child, maybe things that are aggressive or self-injurious or harmful or extremely disruptive, the way to decrease those behaviors is by actually focusing on increasing good behaviors. At first, it almost doesn't make sense. We think we got to pay attention to those negative behaviors, but we've really got to shift and focus our attention on building up the good that's there. Our goal is to build up more and more positive, pro-social, communicative behaviors so eventually those positive behaviors crowd out the bad stuff. This approach is going to give you more long-lasting positive behavior change. And I know that's what we're all looking for. We want behavior change that is long lasting and that will generalize to new settings, not something that's a quick fix that's just going to last for today. So let's daydream for a minute. OK, let's let's just put our daydreaming hat on. Can you imagine what it would feel like if your student or your child was using more positive and communicative behaviors? What would that look like? What would your child or student be able to do? What would they be able to accomplish? How would they feel? How would you feel? 
And then the next question that follows that up, what new opportunities would that bring to that child? Opportunities for learning, opportunities for inclusion, opportunities for new friendships, opportunities for new jobs and experiences. What would that look like? Well, all of that is possible with reinforcement. Reinforcement is the key. That's why I said at the start, this is one of my favorite topics, and I truly mean that, because reinforcement is key to positive behavior change. It's key to decreasing negative behaviors. It's key to increased inclusion opportunities. And it's key to learning new academic, social, and functional skills. I mean, do you see why I love talking about it? It's everything. Now, reinforcement might seem simple. You're like, cool, reinforcement. Let's give something awesome to all positive behaviors. And let's go ahead and move on. But wait a minute. It might seem simple. But I've got some questions for you. What is something awesome? When do we give the something awesome? How often do we give the something awesome? What if they're engaging in a negative behavior? What if we don't see very many positive behaviors? So these questions really start to get us thinking about how complex reinforcement can be. And we're gonna talk about some of the answers to these questions later. So storytelling time. Before I get to all the reinforcement stuff, I've got to tell a little story. And this story is called, I Don't Negotiate, Except That I Do. Now, as a teacher, clinician, or therapist, it is a lot easier to give advice than it is to follow advice. Sometimes from the other side of the fence, we don't see everything that's going on and how hard implementing strategies can truly be. It is two very different things, knowing what to do and then actually doing it. Now, maybe some of you are in the same boat as me. Let me know if you are. But I had a very humbling experience when I became a parent. I was already a teacher. I was already a behavior analyst. When I had my first child, I realized that a lot of the advice I had been giving parents and families for years was really hard to follow. It is different when it's your child. Am I right? So back in the day when I had when my first daughter was born and she was little and adorable and I put bows on her head and it was great. She didn't talk. I could just cart her around. Well, I had this idea. I was like, okay, I I don't negotiate with terrorists or toddlers. I'm going to gosh, my kid is going to be the most well-behaved kid ever. She's going to listen to me. She's never going to whine. It's going to be great. I mean, are we laughing at me? Right. We should be laughing at me. So fast forward a few years later, little baby becomes little toddler and we have tantruming child, right? I mean, and I can pick probably 10 things that this child may have been tantruming about at that moment, because in this stage of life, there were a lot of tantrums. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So uh, before we had to leave for daycare for in the morning, there, there seemed like there was this countdown timer over the door. And it was like in the movies and a bomb was about to explode of when we were going to be late. And it seemed that a lot of tantrums happened when this countdown timer was nearing five minutes, two minutes, one minute. We're about to be late. And everything's heightened when you've got appointments and you've got calls and you've got to get to work. Right. And during these tantrums, when these happened, what did we do? Well, we negotiated. We did what we had to do to get out the door. We've all been there. Every parent has been there. Please let me know I'm not alone. But tantrums kept occurring and they kept escalating. Now, we tried and I tried especially to hold out from what she was originally tantruming for. If she wanted a popsicle at 645, no, I did not give her a popsicle. That We did not give in on that. But she ended up getting a lot of other stuff. So there was one morning in particular where she left to go to daycare wearing goggles as headband, as a headband, holding my electric toothbrush and eating a bag of goldfish crackers at like 730 in the morning. All right. So we had not won that day. Right. We had lost big time. We negotiated. Bribery was winning. We were using bribery to get the negative behavior to stop and the positive to start. Her behavior had snowballed from a small problem to a big problem because of bribery. Let me walk you through this. So at first, she would whine, and we said no. She would whine a little bit louder, and she would get something that she wanted. Maybe it wasn't the original thing she whined for, but it was something else cool. So then she just started louder whining, and we'd say no, and maybe a small tantrum would happen, And she'd end up getting something she wanted. Well, then it kept snowballing. And soon a small tantrum is what she would start with. We would say no. She would go to the big tantrum and she would end up getting something that she wanted. We needed a new plan. Her behavior had snowballed from a small problem to a big problem because of bribery. Bribery was a Band-Aid and it was not working. So there was one day that the, actually it was the electric toothbrush day that my husband came home from dropping her off at school and came back and was like, oh my gosh, we need a behavior plan for her. And I looked at him and I was like, that is the most attractive thing you have ever said. Yes, we need a behavior plan for her. Let's do it. We need a new plan. So in In pure teacher form, I was like, great, before we make this behavior plan, I want you to read a chapter in this book. And he thought I was joking, and I was not joking. I really like this book. It's called The Power of Positive Parenting. It's by Dr. Glenn Latham. It's pretty old, but there's some great tidbits in there, and it's an easy read. So there's a chapter on tantruming, and I'll talk in a minute about some things that we pulled from this book. 
So in our new plan, we really needed to focus on proactive strategies. We had to work on preventing the tantrum before it even started. The first thing that we really needed was routine and structure. We needed her to be able to anticipate what was happening and have a morning schedule that she could anticipate. And that really decreases anxiety, increases independence. That was something I knew right away we were missing. The other big thing we were missing was lots of reinforcement. And for her, reinforcement was praise for all the little positive behaviors. Because life gets in the way of giving out a regular heaping supply of reinforcement. We were busy getting ready for our days when we should be making sure that we're giving lots of reinforcement. And remember, building up the good that's there. And last, we needed a consistent approach for when negative behaviors did happen. What were we doing when these negative behaviors started and how can we make sure that we as a team, because teams are really important, whether you're in a family or you're in a classroom, how are we responding consistently? So when she did engage in negative behaviors like that tantruming behavior, we said two things. And this worked well for her because of all of the different components of reinforcement that I will talk about in a minute. This will not work well with every child and every child is different. So every plan and the way we utilize reinforcement is going to look a little bit different. But for her, we said two things. First, we said, I am here to help you whenever you are ready to do X, Y, and Z. So whatever we had asked her to do, let's say put on her shoes. And she didn't want to, a tantrum started saying, hey, I am here to help you whenever you are ready to put your shoes on. We wanted her to know we were not ignoring her. We were going to help her. We are here for her. I see you. But the next part, this was from that Power of Positive Parenting book. When you act that way, you don't get to be around me. So for her, attention was a big reinforcer. Now, behavior change is complicated. This does not work with every child, not appropriate for every child. But with her, the skills that we were asking her to do were something that were in her repertoire, something she was able to do. And this is a naturally occurring contingency. When people act a certain way, we don't want to be around them. Let's go on a quick detour for a minute. Let's think about some of your coworkers, people that you work with. Maybe you work with the gossip. Does anyone work with the gossip? They just want to talk about people. They just want to know what's going on. They don't want to talk about anything work-related. They just want to talk about stuff, right? We've got the gossip. Or we have the attention getter. Everything is about them. Everything is drama. Everything is big. It's exhausting sometimes to even be around these people. Or the complainer. Everything's horrible. Everything's the worst. I don't like anything. Or my personal favorite, the one-upper. Your day is bad. My day is worse. You have 10 students. I have 10,000 students. They will always win. Now, question for you. Do you want to hang out with these people? Are you calling them on Friday night for happy hour or Saturday to go get coffee and go for a walk? No. The way they are engaging, you want to say to them, hey, when you act that way and you complain when you're one up, I don't want to be around you, right? That's a naturally occurring contingency. So back to my daughter and my story, the story's getting long. We wanted to change bribery to reinforcement. We had to change the contingency. So awesome things like toys, mom and dad's attention, a break came after positive behaviors. There are five components of reinforcement. 
In my positive behavior change course, I go over each of these components in depth because as I said, the details are really important with reinforcement and they make or break if it actually works. So the five components of reinforcement are how to pair and convey belief in your student, how to identify reinforcers, when to give reinforcement, how to differentiate between bribery and reinforcement, and how to make delayed reinforcement work. So today we'll be going in depth into number four. We'll be go talking about how to differentiate between bribery and reinforcement. Now, these are tools in our toolbox, and we need all of these tools to build this house of positive behavior change. If you want to learn even more about the difference between bribery and reinforcement, which I hope you do, because there's a lot to unpack here. I'm going to throw the link in the show notes and I want you to watch this full webinar. It is super fun. There's a lot more hilarious stories and great analogies. This is a great one to share with your team or if you are a parent to take this yourself. So head over to the show notes to our free webinar, Reinforcement, Bribery, or Negotiation. Thanks for listening to the Autism Helper podcast. If you liked what you heard and want to hear more, hit subscribe. It would mean a lot to me if you left some feedback. Whether I'm working one-on-one -on -one with a student, doing a podcast like this one, or presenting for a PD, my goal is always to provide as much value as I can. So your feedback really helps me make sure I'm doing just that. If you have other topics you'd like me to cover, leave in the feedback or message me on social media. You can follow me at The Autism Helper on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest, or visit my website, theautismhelper.com. Thanks again for listening. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Having the right resources for your classroom is essential to making sure your classroom is running smoothly. At the Autism Helper Shop, we have all of the resources you need to make sure you have the behavior, communication, and curriculum supports for your students. Within our shop, we have adapted books, task cards, resources aligned to the VB map and the ABLES, behavior plan flowcharts, data sheets, curriculum. Everything you need, whether you are an early childhood teacher or a high school teacher, we have all of the resources that will meet those students' needs. So head over to shop.theautismhelper.com to check out all of our resources.